I always like to start with something interesting. And I know that this is a tech podcast, but this has nothing to do with technology. I just thought it was so funny. Okay, so you know how you buy your loved ones things for Valentine's Day? You know, buy candy and say some wine and some chocolates and flowers. Well, what do you get your ex on Valentine's Day? I mean, you know, ever think about this? What are you going to get your ex on Valentine's Day? Well, the San Antonio Zoo has the perfect idea. For 10 bucks, you can name a cockroach after your ex <laughs> and they will feed it to an animal. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so, can, can you imagine that? Oh my God. I thought about this. This would be so great. Well, unless your ex is a total pothead, because then they would really like the roach. Right? Get it? <laughs> oh hey, on that happy note, welcome. It's uh, Kim Commando today. It's Friday show. It's always a little bit different than our Monday through Thursday podcast. And be sure to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Hey, you can also watch us do the show. If you're more of a visual person, head over to youtube.com slash Kim Commando. And while you're there, subscribe to the YouTube channel. So this way you never miss a show whenever a new one drops. And so joining us here every single Friday is our amazing content queen. First of all, Allie Selman. What's on tap from YouTube? I'm going to tell you about three apps that you have to delete from your phone like yesterday and a couple quick fixes to annoying computer problems that I know we all have way too often. Ooh, so true. So true. And then, of course, we have our magnificent millennial and our very own Internet scout, Matthew Heffel. So what's on tap for you, Matt? You know, I'm going to talk about how I'm going to put on my podcast, my murder podcast hat and talk Ooh. about how a ring doorbell helps solve a murder as well as the best apps for older folks. Nice. And then you have the joke at the end, right? I do. And it's a better one than, than you know, I've been given for the last little while. <laughs> okay, uh, it's a little good. longer, so I think everybody will enjoy it. All right. Nice. Excellent. As always, we like to start with the news, some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And I'm going to start with the worst of the worst, the lowest of the lowest. Okay, here's the story. A 19-year-old young woman by the name of Madison Russo she shared online that she was going through this big battle with pancreatic cancer. As a matter of fact, mm. she said she had a tumor the size of a golf ball in her stomach. And all over social media, she was talking about how this cancer, she was showing how she had a port and she was getting the chemo through the IV and the port and uh, all these big medical bills. And so she decided that she would turn to the internet for financial help. So she wrote a whole big thing for GoFundMe and uh, she put some videos and things on TikTok and you name it. And then, of course, everybody on social media was like, oh, my gosh, this poor 19-year-old girl, young woman, has pancreatic cancer. That's normally something that affects older folks. How did this even become possible? Well, you know, everything is a possibility. So she, on GoFundMe, she raises more than $37,000. Well. As it turns out, Madison Russo, she doesn't have cancer of oh any sort. Oh, my gosh. Okay. She lied to scam all these donors out of money. She stole <sighs> photos from actual cancer patients. She used them as her own. Yes, she did that. That's terrible. Uh, and then people started to look at more closely at the photos and the stories, and it didn't really line up. So in the good news, uh, she's been turned over to the police. Yay! And <laughs> she's uh, been charged with theft by means of deception. She faces now up to 10 years in jail. But here we have real people who are suffering from real cancer at this very moment. And then this young one, young woman thinks it's just okay. She's going to con people out of money by claiming she has cancer. And, but I will tell you this. If you haven't seen a photo of her, she's got this long, dark hair, big brown eyes. She is beautiful. She's a mm. beautiful young woman. And I'm going to tell you something. 
she's going to have a lot of girlfriends in jail who can give her, <laughs> right? Who's going to, they're going to be giving her who knows what kind of real diseases. Mm. Oh my God. Huck her up, Madison. You're in for a Yikes. real ride. All right. Oh, up yeah. next, Matt, let's talk about a video doorbell. What's going on with that in a murder? Yeah. I'm sure you've heard murder podcasts that they're all over the place. I'm going to put on that little voice and do the whole. Okay. <laughs> yes. So. In early 2020, a sheriff deputy named Terrell Abernathy was going to the house of Officer Seth Peralt. Now, he was serving him with a subpoena to appear in court as a witness in a case, not to get in trouble, but as a witness to a case um, that the department wasn't researching. The video doorbell picks him up, ringing the doorbell, knocking on the door and waiting around for up to 10 minutes before he eventually gives up and leaves. During the time he was waiting, he heard loud footsteps walking around the house, so he knew somebody was home. He leaves. 20 minutes later, Abernathy is on his way back to the Peralt house as the as Seth had called the chief of police and said that his wife had shot and killed herself in the house. So Abernathy arrives back at the house and he walks into the room and he immediately knows something's wrong. The body is laying on the bed with legs straight, the gun by her side, but interestingly, the magazine out of the gun and feet away from the body. So he immediately thinks (laughs) something is wrong. So they go back to the chief and they get the warrant for Seth's arrest. They then book him on a single count of murder. And remember, this is taking place in January of 2020. So as he gets booked and before a grand jury can bring him to trial, COVID happens. And Mm. so for seven months, there is nothing to do with his trial. The jury can't come in and convict him, can't get him to go to trial, can't get him prosecuted. And so during that time, the medical examiner comes out with her report and claims that it was indeed a suicide. Now, remember, this is a police officer that was the supposed murderer. So the medical examiner says, oh, yep, it was a suicide. And the whole police department is in shock and think that it's all over. But the officers take into account all the evidence they have and they do eventually bring this trial, bring this to trial and He gets convicted of murder, even after the medical examiner called it a suicide. The biggest reason for this that they claim was because in the video doorbell footage during the beginning, when he first shows up just to get the subpoena to him, the video doorbell picked up the sound of a large man's footsteps still walking around. And they believe that she had already been shot (gasps) and killed. Whoa. So this video doorbell played a huge role in the solving of this murder. I mean, Even just the sound, you don't think about that, right? Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, that's true. Because you always think like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to catch a porch pirate. I'm not going to catch a murderer. Yeah, exactly. That's a fascinating story. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. All right. So now we have to go to Bad News Alley. Mm, (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to be helpful too. It's okay. Okay. It's all right. Uh, January is over. I would like you to raise your hand if you forgot all about your resolution to get in shape. This year, <laughs> if you're okay. raising your hand, I have not. I have not. Good for Every you. Every single day, I'm doing like at least twelve thousand steps. Wow. Dang. Okay. The other day, I did eighteen thousand, which was like that's a like a day at Disneyland. Much. Yeah, <laughs> it is exactly. So, so anyway, good so you, as Kim. far as the resolution to not drinking so much wine, not so much, but <laughs> the walking is doing good. Let's get a time. <laughs> well, there are all kinds of apps that can help you if you're trying to get in shape, right? Uh, there are calorie counters, workout generators, whatever. I have three that you should definitely take off your phone if you downloaded them or not download them. Okay, the folks over at Dr. Webb spotted a handful of shady apps 
These are ones that promise you can have points and then turn that into money for getting into shape. Here are the names. Lucky Habit Health Tracker, Walking Joy, and Lucky Step Walking Tracker. Okay, here's how they work. You accrue tickets or points for certain achievements, like you walk a certain number of steps. You also get rewards for watching ads, which a lot of apps do, right? Fine. But to ever actually get that money or get those points converted into money, you have to watch an ungodly number of these ads. (laughs) And then even if you get that far, you have to watch dozens more videos to get the money out. Uh, And you can speed up the withdrawal process by... You guessed it, no. watching mm. dozens of more ads. Really? Oh, yes. And here's the kicker. Here's why Dr. Webb was even looking at these things, because a recent update wiped out everyone's accrued points. Oh. So if you had been watching uh. all these ads, doing all this stuff, now no it's just all way. gone. No way. Honest? Yes. yes. Oh. That's messed up. Again, these apps, so that you avoid them or delete them, are called Lucky Habit Health Tracker, Lucky Step Walking Tracker, and Walking Joy. Do not use them. Not joyful at all. <laughs> no. If you are wondering, are there legit apps that can pay me or, you know, motivate me in some way to get in shape? There are. The caveat is most of them are betting apps. We all probably remember the name Diet Bet, right? Mm. The premise is these apps, a lot of people sign up and put in usually just a little bit of money, but then there's a big jackpot. And so once you get sick of taking your 18,000 steps a day or eating well or whatever it is you're doing, you think, well, I want to win that money, so I'm going to keep doing this. So there are those. Uh, a couple of the big ones now are called a healthy wage and step bet. Kim, you should do step bet. You clean up. Yeah, <laughs> I took. I don't want to try step bet. You should. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> there is one that is not betting based. It's called Evadation, and it kind of works how the shady apps promise to work, but it's not shady, right? You don't have to watch a million videos. You actually can slowly convert your money or your points over to money. The caveat with these, of course. You don't make that much. Mm. You can do surveys and stuff in there to make a little bit more. But if you earn the max points every day, you make about $10 in three months. So it's not nothing. It's not nothing, but it's not much. $10 in three months? Okay, mm. I should. I just have to cancel like one streaming subscription. (laughs) I get that back in in a couple of weeks. It's crazy. (laughs) But you'll have these uh, over on this website? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you got it. I, you might not remember those names, but yep, we got them over at Commander.com. You got it. You know, I've decided to launch a brand new dating app exclusively, speaking of apps, exclusively for paleontologists. I'm going to call it Carbon Dating. Oh, <laughs> bad. I know. I thought there was a bone joke coming. <laughs> Something was going in there. You know, the cockroach. That's the best, though. That is yeah, yeah, so yeah. funny. That's so funny. Uh, coming up, we have a scam spreading on Facebook I need to tell you about. We have some keyboard tricks and some shortcuts. Oh, what's happening with old video games is super interesting. And, of course, we have that great joke at the end. So stay right where you are with Kim Commando today. Welcome back to Friday's Kim Commando today and getting you ready for the weekend, put you in a good mood and make sure that you have more knowledge because knowledge is power. But speaking of knowledge, I'll tell you where you get really great computer know-how and tech know-how as you head over to commando.com slash subscribe. That's right. That's where you can subscribe to our free newsletters and you don't have to worry about us selling, leasing, whatever you think that the scammers are doing with your email addresses, because you can totally trust us. We're not going to do any of that. Commando.com slash subscribe. And they're totally free, by the way. You can join over 400,000 folks 
that are getting our newsletters. That's commando.com slash subscribe. And listen up if you are using Facebook, because on Facebook, there's a new phishing scam that's going around. And it actually has to be from a pretty sick individual, but hackers, you know, they have no qualms. So let's say you get a message from a Facebook buddy and it says, oh my gosh, look who died. Oh, like, hmm. oh I wonder who died. Okay. It's, I mean, it's from a friend and it says, mm-hmm. look who died. So you're like, oh, there's probably somebody I must know and how sad and tragic this must be. Well, when you open the message, you're going to be asked to log into Facebook and then when you log into Facebook, guess what? They're going to steal your Facebook credentials. Because uh, it wasn't Facebook. Of course. It wasn't Facebook. <gasps> and so if you do get scanned by this, uh, what you need to do is report it to Facebook, of course, and change your password. See wherever your Facebook account could be logged into. And then, of course, uh, the other thing you want to do is like check email addresses. We've got stuff on how to, you can tell if your Facebook account has been scammed over on the website, of course. But the bottom line here is that if you get a message from a friend who says that somebody has died, what do we want you to do, everybody? Stop, Stop and, and think. think. <laughs> Don't <laughs> click that link. Okay? Stop and think. <laughs> Don't click that link. Which, by the way, if you think that that's a clever phrase that you're going to steal and use, I've already trademarked it. Okay? Stop and think. <laughs> nice try. Don't click that link. All right. So, Matt, you have some apps for older folks, right? Yeah, absolutely. I know that technology can be a little bit daunting to people that maybe didn't grow up with it or didn't have it kind of when they were in their young years. But... There's a lot of apps out there that are specifically targeted at helping seniors in their daily lives. And I wanted to share some of them with you. The first one's called MedSafe and Ped Reminder. Med Reminder, excuse me. Basically what this app does is it allows you to get rid of those old boxes that people have in their bathrooms <laughs> that have the Monday through Sunday little pill boxes <laughs> that are color coordinated, whatever. <laughs> And get that all digitally on your phone. So as we get older, we have to take more pills. It just kind of is the way that the world works. And so this allows you to keep track of all those things. So instead of having to pull this little plastic thing out of the cabinet, you can just open up your app and it'll tell you exactly which pills to take each day. You can also set this up with your doctor so that your doctor can track the amount of pills that you're taking each day so that none of the medicines are Mm. counteracting each other or having any negative consequences on you. So that one's really helpful and it is free as well. The second one is called AARP Now. This is great. My parents use this all the time. Basically what it is, is if you know all those discounts that you can get at restaurants or stores (laughs) or whatever, what have you, for being an older- birthday cake at Denny's or something like that. Exactly. Well, it's hard to remember all those things. And this app allows you to track and save all of those different (laughs) discounts that you want. So if you want to spend an entire day- Going to Denny's, going to the pretzel store in the mall, going to, you know, the department store down the street, Old Navy. You can get all those coupons and get all those dates and times that you can go right there on your phone. Super simple. The next one is called Smart BP. And I use this one, too, because it's just good for anybody, but it's especially good for older folks. Basically, what it does is it allows you to track your blood pressure on this app to make sure that you're being safe with your heart. So you can take your blood pressure and then you can put it in and you can see if there's any deviation going on over a long period of time. You know, sometimes you might not be able to remember, oh, I was 120 over 180 yesterday. Then I was 124 over 94, (laughs) right? But you can track all that over long periods of time. And then when you go see your doctor, you can say, here, doc, here's my entire blood pressure map from the last two months. What do you think's going on? And they can help you better that way. It's super helpful. The final one is another tracker app, just like you were just talking about, but this one's a good one. It's called Pacer. 
This one is a very simple step tracking app. And the best part about it is that you can compete with your other friends. Like mm-hmm. Kim would be winning right now, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But you can track your steps and then you can share it. You can become friends on the app and you can share it with your other friends and say, well, I did 1800 this week. Well, I did 18,000 this week. <laughs> so it's super helpful. Check that one out. It's called Pacer and it's also free. All the above apps are free. You can also check out the full list over on commando.com. Just search apps for older folks or apps for seniors. Nice. Well, you, you know, the blood pressure, what's really great is that if you have an electronic, a smart blood pressure. Yeah. And so why things makes that. And so you just put it, slap it on and then it automatically oh, yeah. keeps track of your blood pressure. It's like, that's really just a fabulous thing. If you're having, you know, trouble keeping that blood pressure, the where it should exactly be. Mm-hmm. All right. Great list, Matt. Thanks. Awesome. Okay. Allie, you're going to make our life easier, right? I sure am because I think every single day I'm annoyed at my computer for some reason or another. <laughs> and I imagine that's all of, of us. Right. So I'm feeling in a problem solving mood. So we're going to do a little problem solution. I've got three of them. And bonus, we have even more over at commando.com. So if you search computer problems, you will find these. Problem. You have so much stuff open. Your screen is really cluttered. You can't find anything. And you're just feeling that like too many tabs open in my Mm -hmm. brain. What do I do? That'd be me. Yes. This is a Windows tip. There is a Mac version that we'll have over on the website. But on a Windows computer, you hover your mouse over the title bar of a program, you hold down, and you give a little shake. Just wiggle your mouse back and forth, and then everything else is minimized. So that window is all that you have to think Whoa, about. Cool. It's that is great. It's amazing. I use this uh, probably every day that I'm working, honestly. And then to get everything back, you just wiggle that same window again. It's so nice. That's super cool. Yeah, that's great. The problem. Oh, we all know the pain of this one. You accidentally closed a tab that you needed. Mm. And Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I do too. And it's a pain to go back through the menu and like click the history mm-hmm. and find it. You don't have to do that. There's a keyboard shortcut. Again, I don't expect you to remember this if you've never done it before. We've got it on the website. But on a PC, you're going to do Control-Shift-T, T for tab. And on a Mac, Command-Shift-T. Mm. Yes. You know what? That is a really, I use that one a lot. I do too. I do, <laughs> I do too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Finally, you are too lazy to lock your computer when you walk away, but you have heard us say over and over and over again, if you're in public, if you're maybe around somebody a little nosy, maybe you do a job where, yeah, you shouldn't really be showing other people's information to everyone in the world. Lock your computer. Again, keyboard shortcut makes it really easy. So you don't have to go through the menus. This one is super easy on a PC. Windows L locks your computer. Takes two seconds. Yeah. Just do it. On a Mac, uh, a little more. Control Command Q. Again, these are over don't at the know website. Why that happened? Right. Yes, the Control Command. Where did that? Oh, I guess the Q for quit. quit. Maybe that would be it. Yeah. Quit yeah. using this computer. Yeah. Yes. I actually just used that on our on my way here to record the podcast. I was buying some stuff for my fiance for Valentine's Day, and I was about to walk out the door, and I went, oh, oh. And I ran on my computer and locked it and then ran out the door. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> nice. 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 And so we'll have that whole list over at commando.com. Hey, coming up, we have the what the heck headline of the week. I have it this week. Uh, Matt has what the internet's buzzing about so that this way you can sound like hip and cool when you're talking to the young ones in the family. <laughs> and Allie has a really strange way to make some big money and it doesn't involve walking. So we love that. Mm, love it. And so stay right where you are. Hey, welcome. It's Kim Commando today, your Friday edition. And over on my Instagram account, I posted a video of an iPhone 
bursting into flames overnight on the kitchen counter. And in case you're wondering more about that and you want to see the video, it's actually an iPhone 4, but the family, they're okay. But they woke up the next day and they were like, oh my gosh, what happened to this iPhone? And it was all captured on their Nest camera, which is just <laughs> crazy. Anyway, so they were spreading the word about how you should be using new chargers, old chargers with old iPhones. But in case you want to check out the video, as well as always stay up to date even more with all things digital, be sure to follow us on social media. That's Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. Uh, Facebook.com slash, oh, come on, you're smart, slash Kim Commando. Twitter.com slash Kim Commando. Kim yes. Commando. Yes, that's right. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and do it. What the heck headline of the week? Okay. Uh, Gun- meet Gunther, the world's richest dog who now has his own Netflix series. Whoa. What? Hmm. The world's Gunther. richest dog? Yes, Gunther. Uh, it's a German shepherd named Gunther the Sixth. He's worth about... $500 million. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Good boy. Yeah. I like to dog sit. How do you do that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sometimes say, well, how did Gunther get all this money? Well, a German countess left Gunther third and his doggy descendants, Gunther six being one of them, her entire fortune. Now, <laughs> the dog has a caretaker and a financial representative, a guy by the name of Maurice O'Mean. And he is a former friend of the Countess. And through his guidance, it's been said that the dog uh, once owned one of Madonna's mansions. Okay. Oh uh, the dog owned, are you ready for it? A soccer team. Oh, man. And got one of the Gunthers actually owned and ran a, uh, a nightclub with EDM music. Okay. <laughs> One of the concerts. Bow wow. <laughs> uh, now, so, now, so where did this wealth come from? Well, as it turns out, Mauricio Meehan, he's an heir in the pharmaceutical business, and that's all you have to say, right? Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, and Gunther is a great dog, and there's this elaborate scheme for Gunther not to pay taxes, and Meehan's in part of it. So anyway, this is all around this uh, this Netflix documentary, and it's called... Gunther's Millions. So in case you want to know about more <laughs> about Gunther the dog and, you know, he is a boy dog. Abby's a girl. Mm. Ooh, love connection. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it's called Gunther's Just... Millions. And speaking of money, speaking of money, what do you call an Arab who built his wealth by selling dairy products? Anybody? What do you oh, call boy. an Arab who built his wealth by selling dairy products? A milk chic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That was bad. Sorry. Save us, Matt. Tell us about video games and they're making a comeback. It's what the internet's buzzing about. I'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown of the last 20 years in very general ways that video games have been kind of coming out. So back in the early 2000s, there was a lot of new video games. They were new series. There were new completely new titles. So there still was Mario and Zelda going on, but there was new stuff. There was Halo. There was Call of Duty. There was all these different types of games that were coming out that were brand new, and they would then become series. Then in the 2010s, it was all about the indie games, the underground games that were coming out that were by small creators, and there's sequels to all those original games, so Halo and Call of Duty and all that stuff now. Well, now we're in an age of what is old is new again, and this is getting (laughs) kind of crazy. I was looking this up and just last year, the new Pokemon game. So in the last five years, Pokemon hasn't been as big. I mean, Pokemon Go was a big thing, but actual video games, the Pokemons weren't that popular. 
until last year when the newest Pokemon game came out in November and became the best-selling video game on the Switch in 2022. So think about that. No idea. It was only out for a, a less than a month and a half. Wow. And it was the best-selling video game, Pokemon. That old game from the late 90s, <laughs> Pokemon. But the craziest thing happened just in the last couple of weeks. So if you remember, there was a old 007 movie, not super old, but from the late 90s, called GoldenEye. It had an accompanying a video game that was released for the Nintendo 64 back in 1997. It was the third best video game selling over 8 million copies back in 1997, right? Well, they just re-released it for the Nintendo Switch, for the Xbox, and for the PlayStation, and it has sold over 4 million uh, titles in just two weeks. Whoa! Wow! So the crazy part is that they didn't refurbish it. They didn't add new graphics. They didn't add new maps or guns oh. or gameplay. It's just the original game from 1997 that you can now download, and it's become the most popular game in the last few weeks. Printing some free money. The only thing they added to it, which is a big deal, is they added online multiplayer mode to this Whoa. old 90s game. And so all those people back in the 90s that were like, oh, I'm the best there ever was. No one can ever beat me. <laughs> now can really find out if they are truly the best there ever was. So that'll be interesting to see. Oh, wow. Talk about making money, right? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Gosh, that's crazy stuff. All right. Coming up, we have a weird way to make some money that you don't want to miss. And also, Matt is promising us some really good laughs with a joke at the end. I, I don't know. Okay, we're just going to see if his joke is maybe better than one of mine throughout this entire podcast. <laughs> and so you don't want to miss that. Welcome back to Kim Commando today. You know, we talk about commando.com a lot. And so if you ever need some additional information about what we're talking about, just head over to the website and use that search box. Because when you want tech advice you can trust, you're wondering how to get something done, what to buy, if it's worth the money. Let me tell you, last year we had over 52 million page views at commando.com. Yes, and thanks to you. So use the search box at commando.com with K, of course, and whenever you look to buy something or if you need to get something done or if you need some additional information about what we talk about here on the podcast. All right, so Allie, you know, you've gone through various ways to make money, but so far the one that has resonated the most with our audience <laughs> is the one where you can take pictures of your feet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then get paid for that. Okay, I got an email the other day. I, I wish I had it in front of me or else I would mention the doctor's name. But she's a podiatrist. Ooh. And uh, she said that she was talking to one of the lab techs about – she was listening to the podcast about, you know, foot fetishes, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, sure. And the, As you do at work. <laughs> yes. And the lab tech said she knew somebody, honest to God, who made $400,000 last year. $400,000 oh, year. With taking, her feet. With her feet. Okay. So I'm going to get a I'm going to get a pedicure today at five o'clock. I'm just letting Commando you know. Commando.com/slash feet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Come visit us. So what's another, what's another way we can make money? Okay. We sadly we don't all have a Gunther in our mm -hmm. lives, right. right? An animal that has his own millions. We're all dog people, though. Yeah, we right. all have our our beloved pets. So I knew this one would be fun to talk about. PetSmart is looking for. This is so cute. A chief toy tester. Oof. Oh, they're hiring one dog and one cat, and the pay is pretty darn good at $10,000 a year. Wow. Oh, this nice. does come with a lot of work for the human, but, you know, you have to have a, a pet who's willing to do it. 
I wish I could show you the press release for this because it's kind of written like a regular job job oh, posting. It? it is so cute. Yes. Uh, the best parts, though. The position. Chief toy testers. They will participate in product unboxings. Okay. They have to attend events. They have to ensure new toys and treats are assessed with the utmost consideration. And, of course, the humans have to post all this stuff to social media. The ideal candidates possess... A nose for sniffing out the tastiest treats, of course. Pause for product toy play. A perfect tail wag or wave when they have to go to VIP, that is very important, pet events. Mm -hmm. If you think your dog or your cat is up for the job, if they are adorable and social and would do a good job, you have until February 17th to apply. You have to submit a 10 to 30 second video showing them off and you have to write a review of your pet's favorite toy. The site to send all this in is anythingforpets.com. Oh, that is anythingforpets.com. That is yeah. very cute. Sounds like a lot of work, though. I mean, for 10 grand a year, seriously. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, attend events and do all. Although maybe this is like, maybe this is like the launch pad for something bigger, you know. If you mm-hmm. wanted to. To become a self-made Gunther. Yeah, I was going to yes. say, the next Gunther. Gunther. Yeah, like a startup pet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, uh, wow. Okay, Matt. You've got a big job ahead of you, right? Let's do this. And so okay. on a scale of 1 to 10, let's just say right now, what do you think this joke is? I think it's a 7.2. It's pretty good. Ooh. It'll give you, it'll give you a little a check at the end. It's not what you're expecting because it's not one of my... Little short dad jokes. This is a long joke, and it's 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 pretty good. It got okay. me it got me the first time I read it. Okay, so guy's car breaks down on a rural road. There's no cell reception, but there's a farmhouse in sight. So he walks over there and rings the doorbell. Nobody answers, but he hears some noise over the other side of the house. So he is goes to see. Is this the murder thing again? <laughs> no, this is not the murder thing. Oh, okay, <laughs> he shot his wife. So yes. he goes to see if anyone's there who could let him use the phone. Sure enough, the farmer is there next to a pen of three pigs in it, picking one of the pigs up. He says, excuse me. He begins, but the farmer says, oh, hold on just a second. I have to feed the pigs. I'll be with you in just a second. So the guy waits and watches as the farmer carries the pig over to a nearby apple tree with the ladder propped up against it. Up the ladder goes the farmer, still carrying the pig. Till he reaches an apple above, he holds the pig up and it chomps down on one of the apples and down the ladder he goes, puts down the pig. He said, so the guy goes, uh, excuse me. He goes, uh, just a minute. I got to feed the rest of the pigs. So he grabs the second pig, climbs up the ladder all the way to the top and sticks out the pig. The pig reaches out, grabs an apple, goes right back down. He says, sir, I just need, he says, one more stick second. <laughs> grabs the third pig, goes up the ladder, feeds the pig, brings it down. And he goes, oh, sorry, excuse me. What, what do you need? And he goes, well, my car broke down and I was hoping that I could use your phone. I don't see a phone anywhere. And he says, but I actually have a bigger concern wouldn't it be better and safer if you could just uh, bring the apples down to the pig? Wouldn't it save you time? And he said, well, yeah, it would save me time, but pigs don't care about time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. For everybody who's yeah, listening. there's a huge punchline and there's not. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> okay. I'd like to apologize for Matt, for all, everybody who's listening If you'd right like now. to annoy all your friends and family, yes. we have the joke for you. Yes. That's the funny part <laughs> Oh, Matt, that was bad. Maybe we need to, maybe we need to have, like, from now on, Matt vetted jokes. You have a Jeremy or John, you know, run by I think something. the. F- I think that's a good one. You can use it at a party and you can make it more long winded. You just keep going on about the pigs and keep going. And at the end, like, oh, well, pigs don't care about time. And then everybody's like, wait, what? Where's the punchline? Oh, God. 
Yeah, so uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, you yeah, can email us at podcasts at commando.com. And uh, just a quick reminder, we all get that email, so be very, very nice. And if you have some jokes for Matt, you know, just feel free yeah. just to send them along. <laughs> and so, Allie, what would you like to leave our listeners with this week? Go over to the website. I think it is time for you to pick up a new keyboard shortcut. I know it can be kind of a pain to get a new one under your belt, but just seriously, if you use this like a few times in a row, you'll realize... This saves me so much time. Nice. I definitely recommend, if you don't already use it, reopening the tab you closed because we all do that all yes. the time. all the time. All right, Matt, uh, aside from finding a new website for uh, <laughs> jokes, um, what do you have for <laughs> You know, go to commando.com. Check out the apps for older folks. They can really help you out in your daily life, I promise. And uh, my request is tell three people about our podcast. And if you laughed at least once, and even, maybe if you even laughed at Matt's joke, we won't hold that against you. Uh, wherever you are on social, just go ahead and share these podcasts out and say, hey, you know, give it a listen, give it a try. I think you're really going to love it because after all, the internet's a dangerous place and we always aim to keep you up to date and safe from all the scams and the bad stuff too. And once again, that address is podcast.commando.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And we'll see you again next week. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.